Hey everybody, welcome to the set. Thanks for joining me here today. I'm Herschel Alex, and I just want to give you a unscripted just analysis of what I think is going on in the Republican Party a little bit, and with the Democrats, Dean Phillips is running against Joe Biden. Um, he will very possibly get very close to Biden in the New Hampshire primary election that's taking place tomorrow. And that being is because Joe Biden is not on the ballot over there. Uh, the reason why Joe Biden is not on the ballot in New Hampshire is because Democrats wanted to start off their primary in a different state, the DNC. So you have small Democrat candidates that are running against Joe Biden, like Dean Phillips, etc., that did put themselves on the ballot in New Hampshire. But if Joe Biden were to put himself on the ballot, he would win just like he's winning most probably, as the polls are indicating, even without being on the ballot, he will beat Dean Phillips by a nice amount. But for an incumbent president, it'll be a low number of like 55. I'm not sure if I'm very accurate with, with those numbers, but I think according to the polls, Joe, Joe wins New Hampshire by 55%. For an incumbent, it's very, very low. Um, and especially when you have no serious candidates running against you. So people say, well, Trump only won Iowa by 51%. And... You know, an incumbent president would have done a better job. But the thing about an incumbent president is that you don't really have any contenders and people running against you, which is what Trump does have. As much as he's an incumbent president, he has serious candidates that are pretty popular people. You go from DeSantis to Nikki Haley, very powerful political personalities. Um, my personal thoughts on them don't matter, but the way they are perceived... DeSantis is a very popular governor. Nikki Haley had an amazing career as being a UN secretary. Then you had her being governor of South Carolina, states that she's going to be losing to President Donald Trump, which is interesting. But if Joe Biden were on the ballot in New Hampshire, he would beat and win that state, but it would not be that massive win that Joe wants to walk away with in the first state. And the Democrats want enthusiasm. And they don't want to start off with a low bang and have Joe winning at 60% if he were on the ballot. Now he's at 55 but not being on the ballot. I don't know what it would have been like exactly if he were on the ballot, but it would have been lower than the state where they do plan on starting him off in. Which is kind of corrupt saying we're not going to do it how we have done it always because we want a strong a, a more of a louder bang right that's not so straightforward but yesterday DeSantis dropped out of the race endorsed president trump very surprising couple of minutes i had at least when i heard of him Dropping out, I wasn't surprised, but his endorsement of Trump was extremely surprising, even though it was a very lukewarm endorsement. He was like, I'm endorsing him because he's the nominee and I pledge to endorse the nominee, which, honestly, he could have waited it out because Trump is still fighting with Nigel. He could have said, I'm not endorsing anybody yet. We'll see who the nominee is, but he was reaching out to Trump, but in a very lukewarm way, not saying that Trump is the greatest guy ever, and understandably, but... 
he wasn't doing what Vivek did, coming out and saying Trump is the greatest person ever alive. And that's who you got to vote for. But he did say he's supporting Trump and Nikki Haley is disastrous. That's what DeSantis said. And immediately thereafter, Trump said, we're retiring the name to Sanctimony. It's from DeSantis. And DeSantis is, was a terrific governor, got a great wife, great family, etc. Now, Trump was asked by Lawrence Jones from Fox News if he would take DeSantis into his administration. Would he be a VP pick? And Trump said, that's very unlikely, but the unexpected could always happen. But I don't see Trump taking DeSantis into in his administration. But what's so interesting is the Trump person and the act of Trump that we have known from 2016 is somebody that you get into a fight with him and that it's really difficult to then become friends with him after you fall with him, even for two minutes. Some people did do a good job, but it took a long time. Look at Ted Cruz. He's pretty good with Trump. Not this tight buddy relationship. I don't know how often they talk. I don't know if they hardly ever talk. Most probably they hardly ever talk. But they're pretty friendly with each other, and they'll compliment each other. And that took a long time, because Ted Cruz had this fierce election against Trump. And they were running against each other in 2016 in the primary. Really hit on each other hard. Uh, Ted Cruz then won on Doris Trump during the Republican National Convention. Um, but he didn't keep on attacking him, which is what Mitt Romney did. He controlled himself and complimented Trump time and again, some way into the Trump administration. And that's why Ted Cruz is on good terms with Trump. But it's not so easy. Most people... They get attacked by Trump once, they're burned for good. But now, it looks like with Trump immediately after DeSantis endorsed him, he's already buddies with DeSantis, to some extent. Not close buddies, but he's friendly with him, saying he's a terrific guy. And by the way, in the primary, Trump does not need DeSantis' endorsement, yes, it will help him to get some more voters out in New Hampshire. But he's beating Nikki Haley in New Hampshire regardless. And even if she were to win New Hampshire, it's because of the independence. Trump got 60% in the polls across the country, the national polls. Right? So he's going to win most of the states. He's the nominee. He doesn't need DeSantis' endorsement just like he didn't need Vivek's endorsement. But what he's trying to do, and this is what I think is to have everybody with him. And I'm wondering if Nikki Haley, when she's going to drop out, if she is going to endorse him, will he become best buddies with her at, at right then and there? It's very possible that, yeah, because he knows how tough this upcoming general election is going to be for him. Well, you got Joe Biden, right? Trump is going to beat Joe Biden. The polls show that. But the polls are showing that Trump is... Very little ahead of Joe Biden. When Joe Biden is this disastrous president, you think Trump would be so much more ahead. Look at Nikki Haley. She's double digits ahead of Joe Biden in so many polls. And the other thing being is that Joe Biden's not being the Democrat nominee. And so Trump is going to have a heavy-duty battle, which I don't think he's going to win. I hope I'm wrong. I do have a certain bias to some extent that I am not wrong. 
because I want to be right. And, you know, to some extent, there's a certain bias where, hey, I don't want Trump to win in 2024 because I predicted a year ago that he's not going to win the general election and that Joe Biden's not going to be the nominee, so I don't want him to win. But I'd rather he does win because I want a great economy. And that goes against my bias for the hopes that I'm right. But I still think I'm going to be right. I don't think Trump is going to win in 2024. Is there a chance? Yes. I think most likely he loses. So he really needs to get all Republicans out there. He needs the DeSantis base, the people that don't like Trump and like DeSantis. He needs DeSantis to be good and good with him. So that hopefully DeSantis could convince some people to say, hey, vote for him. I know. I know you don't like Trump, but vote for him because it's going to be disastrous if Joe Biden wins or the other candidate on the Democratic side of the aisle wins. Right. And the same will go for Nikki Haley. So here's what I want to say about the Trump strategy not to do any debates during this primary. The primary debates are over, right? Trump is not debating Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley, a week ago after Iowa, she said she's not debating DeSantis unless Trump is in the debate. That's when the debate's finished, done, kaput. And if I'm wrong and Joe Biden is the nominee of the Democrat Party for 2024, which I am positive he's not going to be, there won't be any general election debates as well. But Trump didn't attend any of the Republican primary debates, and I thought it was smart. I predicted it months before that on Jimmy Fallon's show. I said he shouldn't. Why level the playing field? Swinging this ahead. And it was the right strategy to do. It proved that it worked, right? Okay, you can say, yes, poll numbers, I agree, went up because of the indictments. But the fact being is there was no purpose for him to just be on the debate stage. But another reason why it was very good for Trump not to be on the stage is that were he to be on the debate stage with DeSantis, with Vivek, and maybe Nikaley if she endorses him once she leaves this race, and they're getting hotter and hotter in terms of how they're fighting. They're calling each other names like we haven't seen thus far in this election against one candidate against the other in this 2024 election. But if Trump was on the debate stage with DeSantis, DeSantis would be calling out Trump for stuff and Trump would respond viciously. And if he did all these debates... Vivek would have hated Trump because of how he would have called him out. And he would have called him names. And he would have made fun of how he looks. Vivek, you, you, you're too small to sit in the Oval Office chair. You're like this small guy. You don't fit on the chair. And the Sanders would make fun of his shoes, his nose, and his feet. And Nikki Haley, etc. Right? When you do that, it is way harder to then have everybody come around to you when they drop out of the race. And so, I guess Trump not attending the Republican primary debate helped them in a way that nobody has foreseen because nobody thought Trump was going to look out to get Ron DeSantis on his side minutes after he leaves the race. Same goes for Vivek. It was predictable that he was going to endorse Trump, but that Trump was going to hug Vivek and say, come on and let, let join me at a rally in New Hampshire. Nobody predicted that that was going to happen. And he's able to do that 
And I don't think DeSantis is going to be at a rally with Trump. Maybe, yeah. And if, yeah, it's because he did not do the debates. It would have been way more difficult after fiercely attacking people in a personal way on a debate stage like Trump does during debates for him then once they drop out to call out to them and say, hey, join me. Maybe they would have done it, but the chances would have been way smaller. And the level of how they would get along with them would be way lower. And the voters that supported DeSantis would have hated Trump more because of how he attacked DeSantis. And for them to come around, it would be personal as well. Because they would get personal in this with the way Trump attacks the supporters of DeSantis in a debate. And we're seeing that with voters of the Haley camp and the voters of the DeSantis camp, a lot of them, because of how Haley and DeSantis fought during the debates, a lot of the voters hate the other side and hate the DeSantis folks, hate Haley. Haley folks hate DeSantis because they took it personal, the attacks during the debates. And with Trump, it would have been way more vicious. Okay. Um... And you're seeing DeSantis going after Nikki Haley. He doesn't have to do that. He could have just supported Trump. He could have said, I'm endorsing Donald Trump. After he drops out and say nothing about Haley. Or say Haley is decent. He could have said, I'm endorsing Trump because I think he's good. Without going on and saying, we don't want someone establishment like Haley. The reason why he did attack Haley yesterday, like he did, was because... It's personal for him. The way they attacked each other during the debates. And also the fact that Haley came up pretty much second after Trump when DeSantis was supposed to be heavy-duty second. And he lost that. Yeah, he won in Iowa. But if he would have stayed in this race in New Hampshire, Haley would have been second. Trump number one, Haley second. Ron DeSantis down, down, down third. So, Fetterman, who's a senator, John Fetterman, yes, he ran in Pennsylvania against Dr. Oz, the guy has cognitive issues, he had a stroke, and he was helped out during his run for Senate in 2022 by Democrats. They played the Joe Biden hide the guy game, cover up for him no matter what, and the hatred for Trump helped extremely liberal Democrat John Fetterman beat Dr. Oz in Pennsylvania for 2022 because Trump endorsed Dr. Oz. But I had a conversation over a year ago with Brian Kilmeade on his radio show, and I want to find that. I'm sure to find him in the podcast later when it drops. Um, and I said, Joe Biden's not being the Democrat nominee. And I believe that, and I'm saying it now again and again and again. But I said, I think there's a chance that Fetterman will be the nominee for the Democrats. And it's a very simple logic, although it's extreme. Joe Biden is in a cognitive mess. The handlers, they destroyed things in the country, but they had the most successful presidency ever because these things that Joe Biden did where it's not just he's weak, he doesn't know what the hell he's doing, he doesn't know what he's doing, but the people standing behind him, right, the puppeteers, they 
did all these things and had Joe sign all these executive orders and had him take these actions and no actions, etc., deliberately because they wanted this outcome. And they wanted to promote their agenda in this extreme way as much as it damages the country. Now, if they, these handlers, were the president themselves, they wouldn't want the shame, the blame that Joe Biden is getting, but they were able to stand behind Joe Biden and do vicious things and get away from the blame because it's Joe that's getting the blame. Nobody knows who the handlers are. Some speculate it's Obama, and very possibly it is. It could be a few handlers. It could be one. Bottom line being is... These guys are extremely satisfied with the Biden presidency and this term of president for the last four years. But the question being is, if Donald Trump can beat Joe Biden, would they leave this cognitive mess of a person in the race, not push him out and put somebody that could actually win Trump very easily? Because I think any other significant Democrat could be Trump, even if it's not a good Democrat. Anybody but Biden. Because Biden destroyed the country in these four years, and even Democrats are burning mad at him, with voters, because of the border, etc., etc. And John Fetterman is a guy that could act like Joe Biden. And to some extent, I think um, the guy from California, the governor, Gavin Newsom, but I don't think they could play around with Gavin Newsom like with Joe Biden because he's a person of himself, but he would still, he sells himself like nothing. He went down to China, sucked up to the dictator over there, to the CCP, Chinese Communist Party president, just sucked up to him, and this is a guy that's a sellout no matter what. And he will go along with the handlers, but he will not go to the extreme extent of doing what Joe Biden did, destroying the country and getting the blame for it, Right? So who is a perfect candidate that's a Democrat that handlers could control, hide him in a basement, have him win 24 against President Trump? John Fetterman, I think, could replace Joe Biden. And here's what we saw over the weekend with John Fetterman. Very interesting, okay? Fetterman came out against the Biden administration's open border policies. And people on the media on the right were talking about how Fetterman lately seems to be putting himself as a more of a moderate person. And he was known as an extreme liberal for many years, right? He wasn't in politics, but that's how he set himself up as and he was perceived to be. And, I, and when he ran, he showed himself as being an extreme liberal. But now he is coming across with his attacks on the Biden administration, saying the border being open is a problem, coming out against the woke in his party about the anti-Semitism. He's saying that's a problem. He's coming across as more of a moderate Democrat. And people are speculating for why that reason is, but I'm saying very possibly the reason is because John Fetterman is being set up by the Democrats to run against Joe Biden in the next couple of months. And when that guy jumps into the race... He can't run on the same policies because the policies are the things that destroyed this country and why people are mad, right? If he wants to be successful in the general election, I believe he can beat Joe Biden in a minute because anybody that's a typical Democrat, unlike Dean Phillips, who is 
being attacked by the media and is not a typical Democrat. You'll have John Fetterman. The media's going to say, hey, this guy's running against Joe Biden. He's a pretty good guy. Democrats will run to him. 70% of Democrats don't want Joe as the nominee because he destroyed the country. Anybody who didn't destroy the country, that's a typical Democrat, will be Joe Biden. But in the general election, uh, what's a smart thing to do is to disassociate yourself from the Biden administration, which is what Senator John Fetterman is doing. He's setting himself up for a run to be able to say, I don't believe in open borders. I believe that things have to change and we can't go in the way that this Biden administration has taken us. And even without saying Biden is a terrible disaster because you don't want to start up with someone in your party and say that someone who basically all the Democrats in the House and the Senate supported everything Joe Biden did uh, is terrible, but you want to say you disagree with some of the policies respectfully. Okay, respectfully. And so I think John Fetterman is in this race very soon. Maybe. I'm not saying 100%, but I would not be surprised if that were the case. So takeaways from today's program is Donald Trump not entering, not doing the debates, helped him now to be able to get these candidates on his side. Vivek Ramaswamy, Ron DeSantis, being good with him, sending their supporters to him, um, and John Fetterman being a possible candidate for president. I predicted it a year ago. I say it now again as a possibility. Let's see how this plays out. Thank you, everybody.